A cop must protect a witness just before an important testimony. When the witness is gunned down, he'll stop at nothing to find the killers in Bullet. Together Trash episode 160 Bullets. My name is Eric. And I am Jason. Should amp it up there? Yeah. So I feel like I'm about to pass out. <laughs> I feel like uh, you may have passed out earlier. Uh, no, for, not really. Uh, for a second. I looked like you were asleep. No, 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 good. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought I caught you uh, with your eyes closed. No. Well, yeah, well, uh, your lack of caffeine maybe is what's, uh, what's bringing you down. Could be, could be. But I've been, uh, I've been without for a couple weeks, but, uh. It's impressive. I've, I've, uh, I've brought myself down to minimal amounts of caffeine. Uh, and some days completely without. Uh, I get headaches every day still. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, today I feel like I really needed it. Uh, Jones and Bad for a Coke or a Pepsi or coffee, tea, anything. Right. Anything with caffeine. <laughs> Even just like Tylenol and chocolate. And yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. It's alright. It's alright. Well, I wish you luck. I uh, thank you. I uh, thank you. Uh, I'm trying to, I don't know what I'm doing. Trying to overcome uh, your addiction. Maybe. I don't know. I've done it before in the past. It seemed easier in the past. What, so what made you, what spurred you to uh, give up caffeine this time around? Uh, this time around it was because I got sick. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I really felt that, uh, I should probably, uh, just drink more orange juice. And, uh, uh, maybe some, some hot tea rather than coffee and, uh, and sodas. Pepsi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I just figured that, oh, since I gotta go a couple days without caffeine anyway, you know, to, to help, uh, clear my, my, my cold or whatever it was I had, uh, maybe I should just, you know, continue to, uh, you Cleanse know, your body. Yeah, to, to make that, uh, to make that change. I've been trying to make some changes in my life. Well, that's good. Uh, I'm failing at each. Aww. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, you know, uh, every, yeah. every hurdle is also a stepping stone, as I they know. say. I know, yeah, or something. I, I don't know. know. Yeah, I mean, who cares? Nobody cares about this. We care. I care. I wish you well. I don't. I don't. I don't you know. I want. You know. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I try not to drink too much caffeine. I drink some tea here and there, but. I don't like being all amped up. I like being slowed down. Right. That's what I like. I, uh, I, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I've, if, if there was ever a time where I was uh, amped up on caffeine, uh, I don't know where that draw came from. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> Wait, why don't you just tell me about your story, like, Rick? 
I'll just I'll just do a little whittling while you spin your yarn. <laughs> uh anyway. Uh yeah, like uh every time I drink caffeine it's pretty much just to be slightly less sleepy. Right. You know. <laughs> I guess it's not to be like Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amped up to equalize. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's all about moderation. That's why the Buddhists drink caffeine. Yeah. yeah. The green Do tea. Well, I don't know. Okay. Well, they're all about the middle path on everything, so. Right, right. I, I could see them not having Red Bulls, but. Right. You know, maybe, maybe like old tea, a little, right. uh. uh yeah, maybe I a little tea. yellow. I love a tea. Mm-hmm. I love tea. Tea is so good. You're a tea head. I am a tea head. <laughs> I just, uh, I wish it wasn't such a pain in the ass to try to make. Oh, tea? Well, I mean, you know, when I go into, like, a speedway, you know, in order to just get a tea, you know, I have to fill a cup with hot water, and I have to put the tea bag in there, and I have to let it steep, and I have to wait, and, uh, but if I want a coffee, I can just pour a cup of coffee. Right. Yeah. Why, why can't they just make, oh. why, why can't they just brew tea? Oh. Is it, You well, can do that in a coffee pot. I mean, Is there something, like, maybe it loses, uh, some of its... Flavor or caffeination after it's sitting there? Or how uh, that? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I see what you mean. Well, you're on the as a fellow on the go, you mean? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's say because making tea at home is pretty fun. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, but you know, when I'm when I'm on my way to work, I don't have ten minutes to sit there and wait for tea. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can just get an iced tea out of the uh, little yeah, beverage but cooler. I don't want iced tea. I want Hot tea. And that's another thing that bothers me. It's not iced tea, even though it says it on there. It's chilled tea. <laughs> There's no ice in there. They don't say iced Pepsi when you pull a Pepsi out of the freezer. They say ice cold. Oh, well, exactly. I would, I would be okay with ice cold tea. But it says iced. There's no ice. There never was any. It's not iced. It's ice. Iced tea. It says iced. Are you so, sure? Yeah. Are you sure? I, I just got one. Right. I got one. I got one tonight. <laughs> and there were liars on my package. Well, at one point in the process, it had to be on ice, right? I don't know. I don't think so. Right. I don't know. Who knows? These are... Retarded topics <laughs> to be talking about. When we could be talking about... Bullet. Starring Steve McQueen. Yes. Mr. Roper. And Mr. Roper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Mel from Mel's Diner. Yeah, was that Mel at the very beginning? Was at it the very very beginning? Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. The the uh, the guy waiting in the parking garage. Yeah. Yep. Wow, I loved Mel on Mel's Diner and Alice and Flo. Yep. Vic Tayback. I uh, wasn't sure because he was only in it for uh, about five seconds. Uh, but, uh, he, he was listed in the credits. Wow, and you recognized him. Yep. That's insane. Yeah, this, this is the type of movie that can have a Vic Tayback in it for ten <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah. And the type of movie that can have a Robert Duvall in it for about a minute. Yeah, and he has, like, no lines. Yeah. He has, like, maybe two lines. Thanks, he, detective. They made a phone call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where to, buddy? Yeah, that's too bad. He, he... He has so much more than that to give. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe this was like super early in his career. Had to be. Right. Uh, it had to be. Yeah, cause I know, I think True Grit was like one of his first big, big roles. 
which I think came after this movie, actually. So now this one was sixty-eight. Is that right? Sixty-seven, maybe. Uh, sixty-eight. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. But still, well, they filmed it in sixty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's but, called post-production. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And then they all had a 69. So, you know, they just kept the numbers flowing. <laughs> Norman Fell and Robert Duvall having 69. You've all pictured it. Uh, I'm sick, man. Yeah. <laughs> Should uh, drink some more orange juice. <laughs> he really goes for tea. <laughs> Uh, teabag and Norman Fell, is that what you're talking about? Yep. Oh. <laughs> That's what Mrs. Roper did every oh. night. Oh, with her enormous yep. leathery ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I have to make it aside. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> apparently our, uh, our good friend, uh, Joe Grunewald has been uh, listening to some, some back episodes, uh, that, uh, he has missed out on. Of our show. Of our show. Uh, and left a comment on the, uh, the website, uh, uh for the episode of, uh, where we reviewed The Hunter. Oh, the Darwin Cook one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, saying that he is absolutely surprised about how many times you say rape in the fudge tunnel, uh, during that episode. Really? Yep. That's a phrase I throw around, like, Halloween candy. You're a dirty person. I am. Deep you're, inside, you're there's a, a filthy pit. human being. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you should see the drawing I'm working on now. I have not completed yet. <laughs> it's horrifying. Yeah. It's nice to get that out of your system every once in a while, though. Like, well, yeah. I'm yeah. not into that, like, in any aspect of life. Right. But it's nice to, when it, when it seeps in yeah. to the, the crevices. Right. You gotta yeah. get it out. Yep. Yeah. So, it's what keeps you sane. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I don't, I don't know where Joe, uh, why he is so surprised and, uh. And why he's adopted that holier than thou attitude. Right. <laughs> I've seen. Yeah, some, he's not much better. I've heard filthy, filthy malarkey come out of his pie hole. <laughs> don't you try and be so judgmental, Mr. G. <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. And, uh, Get confirmation that uh, you are, in fact, a horrible person. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will side with you on that one. <laughs> All right. So back to Mr. Rover. Yeah. Back to the teabagon. <laughs> on topic. <laughs> um, no, there was no teabagon in this movie. Nope. In fact, I would go on a limb and say there wasn't much action at all. No, not really. Yeah. <laughs> there was a uh, a car chase. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty pretty cool car chase. Pretty good car chase, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's the best one I've ever seen. Nope. And I've heard nothing but how amazing this, this car chase is. Right. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, forty years of uh, yeah. of uh, movie making has uh, has evolved the car chase well beyond this. Yeah, I mean, I could see in nineteen sixty eight this being maybe the most badass car chase. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't even know. Did they um, even have car chases up to this Oh, point? yeah, I don't know. I mean, there had to have been some 50s, like, gangster yeah, car chases. probably was. Probably nothing, like, filmed as well, maybe. But. Probably not, yeah. I mean, this had some, some decent stuff, some point-of-view shots. Uh, definitely probably the first movie that has ever done the whole, you know, 
chase through the hills of San Francisco where you see the you know, the the underside of the car you know ramp up over a hill right you know it did, you know it does make me you know makes my shocks hurt you know watching stuff like that happen <laughs> yeah like ooh, I know I know it takes me out of the movie for a little bit I'm like oh I wonder how they had to repair that car I wonder how many cars they had to use like <laughs> Like, oh, that's terrible. I couldn't imagine my Saturn surviving any one of those jumps. Right. And I also liked, uh, little things like during, like, during the chase where, uh, like, uh, little bits and pieces of the car would, like, fall off of it. Right. You, know, you, yeah. you usually never see that. Usually it's, you know, uh. It's pristine all the way through. It's pristine all the way through, even when they ram into other cars. Right. And, you know, drive through an exploding, you know, Gasoline truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not making fun of Twister there, are you? Because uh, that happened at the end of I just, <laughs> it was uh, unaware. Uh, yeah, Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt uh, drive their pickup th- truck through, and exactly that. It exploded gasoline uh, 18-wheeler without a scratch on the car. It's amazing. <laughs> Did they have trucks in that movie, too? Trucks? Yeah. You mean like... Uh, Oh, like pickup trucks. Oh no, that's what they drove. That's this is a pickup right, truck. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, that's not a good car for a chase. I know, right? <laughs> well, maybe. Well, uh, <laughs> it could go into why they had a pickup truck, but I would. Oh, I know why they had a because they had truck. The, they had the bed full right, of yeah. Dorothy's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they were trying to get to the tornado to uh, unleash them. Yeah, unleash so the Dorothy. They could uh, map a tornado. Measure. Whatever and, that was. Yeah, exactly. And perfect an earlier warning system. Right. <laughs> I just don't remember the specific incident of them driving through a gasoline truck. <laughs> Nor should you. No. Because I'm never going to watch that movie ever again. Uh, Spoiler alert. I think Twister is about a hundred times better than the movie Bullet. <laughs> I'm never going to watch Bullet again either. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Mm. Once is good enough for me for both. Yeah. Um disappointed. A little disappointing. Yeah. Not a terrible movie by any means. No, not terrible. Just really slow. Very slow. Uh which I don't mind. I don't mind either. But it just seemed boring in this movie. It was uh uh like I like Yeah, it was boring. No. Uh it was just I think I think when you have a movie that slow, or, or when you have a start that slow, uh, you know, you kind of want to amp up to something, uh, but this really amped up to nothing. Yeah, really. Yeah. It really did. Like the, I think the, you know, the most action packed, like intense scene is the car chase. Right. And it's like maybe two thirds of the way in, something like that. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty well into it. And then it's, yeah, it's all just slow after that, too. Right. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I think, I think it would have been better maybe, because uh, it seemed like there was a lot of repetitive stuff that was happening. Just like, you know, seeing the same scenes again, you know, just slightly different. Oh, yeah. I mean, did we really need to see the cops look at every single person in two separate Long lines waiting for a plane. <laughs> I know. I, well, it says on the back. I was reading the back, uh, and it says, you know, like, uh, blah, 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 blah. uh, it crackles with authenticity with, uh, crisp dialogue and to the letter hospital morgue and police procedures. Yeah. And like, they really did like try to get you in the, the feel of the entire, 
you know, like of being there. Right. But it was like, you know, it was almost too much. It was like, right. here's every boring thing that could happen on the job. Right. Yeah. You know, and well, let's watch them all night right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's the thing about realism and real life. Real life is boring. That's why we watch movies called Bullet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if this was a movie called Paperclip, you know, that might be what we would expect to see. <laughs> but I bet you yeah, Paperclip is far more action-packed than bullets. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, like, that's another thing on the, on the back of the box. It's kind of misleading because there's four pictures. Right. You see a giant explosion here with during a car chase. Right. And you're like, wow, badass. You see a, a mostly naked lady making out with Steve McQueen. You're like, wow, badass. Right. Then you see Steve McQueen, like, hopping off of a moving airplane. Right. Or maybe it's not even moving at that point, but he's hopping off the plane. But then you see, off to the side, a picture of Steve McQueen on the telephone. Right. And I think that is a much more... They should have just got rid of the other three in the back. Because <laughs> Steve McQueen talking on the telephone is... like uh, It happens more. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of scenes of just a guy on the phone or, like, a scene of a bunch of people standing around staring at something while no one is talking. There, there's a lot of those. Like the tele... What was that thing? The telecopier machine? <laughs> the uh, 1968 version of a fax machine. Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. Uh, yeah, there is a scene where they literally watch a fax come in. Yeah, in real time. In real time. Just... You know, so you can get the feel of being there. Yep. Uh, yeah, you know, there's a, there's such a thing as, you know, a deliberate pace to build tension. Right. Uh, this is just a deliberate pace to show you the <laughs> doldrums of office work. <laughs> and, uh, all the menial bullshit that you have to go through as a police officer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. Uh, and, and, not, and like, and like we both said, I didn't hate it, you didn't hate it. No, yeah. Uh, it's just, it had enough, like, good things that, yeah, you know, it was watchable. Yeah. It's an intriguing story, you know, some good twists. Uh, man, it just could have been about, uh, 45 minutes shorter. Yeah. Or 45 times better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think the, sh- I think shortening the movie would have helped it a ton. You know, I wonder too, if they just, like, filmed this awesome car chase and like, now what do we do with this? Right. And they like tried to write something around it, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I love the I love how no one talks during the car chase either. Right. Like there's two guys being chased by Steve McQueen and they're just both kinda like staring straight ahead and they don't Right. They're not sweating, they're not yelling, they're just Right. I mean, that's kinda cool. And uh the one just uh continuously checks his rear view. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Kind of smirks a little bit when he thinks he's, uh, he's lost him. Yeah. He doesn't even like laugh or anything. He just, right, just yeah. a little smile. See, I mean, it's got some subtlety to it. Right. That's, that's pretty, it's pretty well done, but it just, yeah, it just seems like it wants to be an action movie. Right. But they didn't have action movies back then to yeah. know what to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this is so much more exciting than, you know, I don't know. What what was a what was big in the mid sixties uh, for action movies? I don't know. They had James Bond. Yeah, for yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had James Bond for decade, a decade before that. Yeah, that's crazy. Although, yeah, I guess to be fair, yeah, 
Have you ever really sat down and watched an old James Bond movie? Not in the last, like, ten years. They're kind of boring, too. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I'd rather watch a special about James Bond movies where they show you all the exciting things. Yeah, the highlights. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You know, it kind of reminds me, too, of, you know, like, uh, a, a Quentin Tarantino action movie. Like, De- I mean, like, I could equate this in a lot of areas to Death Proof, because, like, there's a big, exciting car chase, but it, like, takes a while to get to. Right. Um, but this is, like, if... You know, this is like a Tarantino action movie without, like, clever dialogue. Right. It's like, with every time there'd be somebody sitting around talking and saying interesting things in a Tarantino movie, this is everyone sitting around staring at a fax machine. <laughs> I would uh, almost agree with you, except for the fact that uh, I like this better than Death Proof. Oh, really? Oh, um, yes. See, I really like Death Proof. I really like that. Now, that is an awesome, awesome car chase. Uh, it's a fine car chase. Uh, what I didn't like is, uh, everything around the car chase. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cause, uh, okay, cause you said, uh, interesting dialogue and clever and witty characters. Uh, Death Proof doesn't have that. Oh. <clears throat> uh, cause you see, you, you watch, you watch a Pulp Fiction. Right. Or a Reservoir Dogs. Or, uh, Kill Bill. Uh, volume two, in, uh, in particular, which is the the slower of the two movies. Right. Uh, you know, and those characters are interesting, and uh, you don't give a shit that you're watching John Travolta and Samuel Jackson sit in a booth and talk to each other for twenty minutes because they're saying some really cool shit, and it's really interesting and shot well. Death Proof is the worst characters talking about uninteresting <laughs> bullshit for fifty minutes with a. 10-minute car chase. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it a little bit better than that, but I would definitely say, yeah, the other his other films have more interesting characters in it. I would listen to... Who was it? David Carradine? John Carradine? Who's in that movie? Kurt Russell. Uh, no, uh, Kill Bill. Oh, David Carradine. There, yeah. I would listen to him talk about Superman for 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Than anything that happened in Death Proof. <laughs> other than the car chase. Because <laughs> by that point, I just didn't give a shit anymore. All right. Yeah. Oh, see, I really enjoyed Death Proof. I, you know what it was, too? I think I didn't see Death Proof until, like, two years after it left the theater. Right. And I think I'd heard a lot of people say, you know, you know, yeah, well, it's really boring, you know, that right. sort of thing. So my expectations were probably lowered sufficiently. But, uh, yeah. Right. Huh. But, but other than other than the car chase, uh, yeah, this is. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting premise. It's good characters. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, it's a lot of. It's a lot of nothing. <laughs> all I, around that. I wonder if we met because there, there's one scene where there's a couple people talking that was very hard to listen to any of the dialogue because of the visuals on the screen at the time. Okay. Uh, there's a scene where Steve McQueen is talking to the guy with the yellow sunglasses. <laughs> and I, I wonder if, like, some really special, like, intricate, uh, essential, is the word I'm looking for, dialogue happened during that scene that I just missed because, because you know, it, it cuts back and forth between those two. Right. And when you see Steve McQueen, you see, like, a poster with a couple of naked ladies behind him. Right. Which is a little distracting. Yeah. And then when it cuts to the other guy... It, it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. He looks like, uh, 
James Hetfield and Tom Cruise had a love child, and he stole Bono's sunglasses <laughs> and was wearing them. <laughs> and it was so outlandish, I couldn't pay attention to either one of their dialogue. Uh, I don't think we missed anything. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you're right. It was hard to pay attention to what was actually happening. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think he just sort of, uh, passed along some information about, uh, uh, the person that, uh, the, the, uh, uh the, the witness. Okay. Uh, like phone calls he made or something. Yeah, the phone call he made. Yeah, yeah I, was say, I think that's they were talking about. I, I like that's all I can remember is like he was talking about the phone call he made to his girlfriend or something. Right. But yeah, I just, I got a little lost with all the right, <laughs> everything right, else right. that was going on. Yeah, pretty sure that was it, and I don't think it was essential because you know the movie does fill in the rest of it, you know, afterwards. Right. So yeah, we we didn't miss much with that. <laughs> Nothing that would have uh, improved. Right, you know our experience, I guess. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just very. There's just so many things that didn't need to be in there. Like, uh, there's there's a scene that goes on and on where the detective or the lieutenant and his sidekick are going through all this luggage and they're like, right, you know, pulling out every piece of evidence and instead of like having it be like ten seconds long, it's like they go through every piece. Yeah, of evidence. it's like five minutes long. And you're yeah, like, yeah. okay, we get it. And then follow that up with the autopsy, where the the coroner is describing every little thing that uh, has happened to this body. Right. You know? It's like, yeah, I mean, we we don't need all of that. You can just say, oh, he's dead. And, <laughs> and there's a very like ER esque scene in the in the operating room when the the guy's uh, oh, yeah. losing his heart rate, and it just and then there's like the camera work shows like. You know, there's there's like a blurry guy in the foreground, like you know, obscuring a lot of the right. you know, the action or the the visuals, and you know, it's very real looking because you know, like, oh, get out of the way, but right, yeah, it's just, I don't know, I think it's just mostly problematic, but uh, it had it had some, there's some gems under the problems. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There's a, there's a good movie in there. Uh, you know, maybe it just needs to, uh, needs to be tightened up and it needs uh, a little reworking and then some of the, the action aspects, I think. Or more action, anyway. Maybe Michael Bay will remake it. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, but, like, yeah, I was kind of thinking about this, you know, like, you know, I was actually thinking about Michael Bay a little bit while we were watching this. Oh. And that, you know, if Michael Bay were to make a movie like this, you know, the first scene would be like a gigantic explosion, <laughs> you know, and just, you know, it would start off with, you know, the car chase, and then, like, later on in the movie, there would be, like, a mega car chase. Right, yeah. With, like, you know, 500 explosions. So that would be awesome. <clears throat> it would be awesome, but it's also a little overkill, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I was starting to think about this movie and how, you know, uh, uh, you know, maybe the the fact that they took sort of that deliberate slow pace, you know, helps it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, by the time we actually get to the action, maybe, you know, it's like we're, we're amped, we're excited, you know, it's building up to this. Uh, this was before I realized that the movie was not going to be that. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and that there was going to be 45 minutes after the big action scene. Right, yeah, yeah. And, and <clears throat> I mean, they do, like you said, they build up a lot of tension and... Like, you know, a lot of the scenes that have action, there's no, um, 
you know, there's no music like trying to cue all the, uh, all your emotions and reactions. I mean, right. I mean, it's like musicless a lot of the times. Yeah. Um, other than the like crazy, funky, jazzy jazz, stuff. Yeah. Which was good. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I really do love the music. But I mean, yeah, they, they, they do a good job of toning down the music and, you know, scenes that maybe it didn't, right, right. Or didn't really need it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm also thinking a little bit about, uh, like Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, you know, doesn't, uh, doesn't necessarily start, you know, like, like a big thing. Like oh, it yeah. builds up to it. And, yeah. But then once it, once it hits, once you have that car chase. Oh, yeah. You know, it doesn't let up from you're that point on, on. Yeah, you're on the edge of your seat. Right. Excellent film. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent film. Uh, so, uh, you know, I mean, maybe this was a good precursor to movies like that. Movies yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. I can see that. I could see how this would be, like, a door opener for other things. Right. You know, where people are like, reconsidering what can be defined as action movie. Right. Or what you can, what elements you can put into an action movie and still have it be an action movie. Yeah. Yeah, just, I think, yeah. Uh, disappointing is, is pretty much the key word behind this. Yeah. Uh, just, I mean, yeah, it's fine. It's a fine movie. Just. Just not as don't believe the hype as Flavor Flav. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he was talking about this film. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. Okay. I I did really like the uh the title sequence at the beginning. Oh yeah. That yeah, was really, really interesting. Yeah. Um it was very trippy but uh not not like psychedelic, but like yeah, yeah. just like um He kept switching back between color and uh, black and white and uh and like the letters would zoom in and there would be an image in the letters and like it would be the scene you're watching and then right. the next credit would roll in and there'd be a scene happening in those letters and right, yeah. it was really strange. <clears throat> yeah, that was a good, uh, yeah, it was a good, uh, man. Yeah. I'm torn. Yeah, it was alright. Yeah. I like, like, with, like you said earlier, I don't, th- I don't think I'd ever watch it a second time. Like it's not amazing. No. But, but. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, the only Steve McQueen movie I've ever watched. Uh, I, I've seen the original Blob, that's yeah. the only other one. It was like, he's like 10 years younger in that one, I think, but. Right. Yeah. I like that a lot. Because yeah. it's campy sci-fi. Right. I've never seen it. I've, I've seen the remake. Oh, yeah. I like, I like both. I, I think they're both good. I like the remake. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, we will look through his, uh, his uh, credits, and, uh, yeah, I, I did not recognize a single movie of his that I'd ever seen before. So, and you say that you looked up the director as well, and he just passed away. Uh, yeah, he just died in uh, 2011. Uh, excuse me. Didn't direct a ton of things, but directed some memorable other movies, mm-hmm. uh, such as uh, uh, Breaking Away, which is a uh, bicycle racing movie from mm-hmm. uh, 1979 or so, and uh, Crawl. <laughs> I think the only one I've ever seen is An Innocent Man. I seen, I saw that when I was like a teenager. Right, the uh, Tom Selleck movie. Yeah, yeah Tom has Sledgehammer on it too. Really? Yeah, I forget that guy's name. He's a crooked cop. Spoiler. Ooh, David Rashi. David Rashi. That's yeah. I like that guy. You know, Frank Bullet is a little like Sledgehammer, only a little bit. He's not as over the top, right? Like he's just like killing guys and like. One thing that Frank Bullet needs to do is learn how to call in for backup. He yeah. never did that once in this movie. Nope. Uh, but at the same time, like, uh, at the, the beginning of the movie, uh, when, 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 
basically the big thing that happens that uh, makes the rest of the movie go. Right. Uh, like, you know, the big turning points. Uh, everybody's mad at him for for fucking up this job that he was supposed to do. Yeah. None of it was his fault. No. Yeah. <laughs> He, he did what he was doing. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, and, uh, cause, cause it's about this, uh, witness guy who was, uh, turning state's evidence against the mob. Uh, Bullets and, uh, two other cops have been assigned to the case. Bullets in charge. Uh, they're, they're keeping watch on the guy in shifts. Uh, the one guy, he's, he's there at the, the room with the, the witness and, uh, Someone calls up saying that they're these specific people. Sounds funny, so he calls Bullet. Bullet says, I'll be there in five minutes. And then bad shit happens. Right. None of that was Bullet's fault at all. The, the, uh, the higher up, like, um, what's Chalmers? Was he an FBI? I forget what he was. CIA? I don't know what he was. Yeah. He, he, he's, uh, he, he was insinuating that Bullet should have been there the entire time. Too. Right. But I don't know. Yeah, why? Why? why would you yeah. do that? Yeah, exactly. Then what's the other two cops for? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's one tiny room, right? And I have five cops living in there. Right, yeah. Uh, I do think, if I recall correctly, uh, that Bullet may be based on a real person. Oh, really? Uh, <clears throat> that uh, there was a cop who I believe was portrayed by Mark Ruffalo in Zodiac, uh, who was a real person that is the basis for Bullet and later for Dirty Harry. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Basically, he was that sort of, uh, don't play by the rules, oh. rough and tumble cop. Yeah. <clears throat> like Sledgehammer. Like Sledgehammer. <laughs> but probably more like Bullet. Yeah, they said that, I noticed at the beginning... Which I thought this was going to be a spoiler. I was like, oh, great. Uh, this is based on a story called The Mute Witness. Right. And I was like, oh, great. I know something about the story that I didn't want to know. Right. Like, There's no mute people. No. Yeah. It's a dead guy. Yeah, that's yeah, spoiler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dead men don't talk. Nope. Dead men tell no tales. And dead men don't wear blood. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> Uh, the ending was upsetting. Because it doesn't really end. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of closure. No. Yeah. I would say none at all. And, you know, I think, yeah, this was kind of out of left field, too, because, ha- like, more than halfway through the film, uh, Bullet's girlfriend just says, like, you're surrounded by violence, and, yeah. you know, like, I don't know why that was thrown in, because it only really comes right back to it at the very end, and... Um, it's kind of like, you know, it's, you know, he's, I don't know if it's supposed to be symbolic, but he's like, he, he comes home and from witnessing all this crazy violence and he sees her and she looks so tranquil asleep in the bed. Um, and then he goes and washes his hands. I don't know if he's supposed to be like washing his hands of the violence or whatever. Like, but, uh, I don't know if like they were trying to throw a message in there, but it wasn't like, it didn't seem like it was a overreaching part of the story it just seemed like uh, yeah. kind of thrown in haphazardly yeah so it didn't it didn't seem to work really oh well, i think they kind of touched on it a little bit at the, towards the beginning where uh uh they're they're in bed together and like the the one cop calls to, to tell him that uh he's uh 
going home for the day or whatever. Right. You know, and she's like, what was that? And he won't tell her. He's like, none of your worries, baby. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I think maybe that was also part of that whole They're thing. They're trying to foreshadow it. It just really seemed unnecessary. Yeah, it really did. In fact, everything with the girlfriend seemed unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. Him going to her office, them going to dinner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Them, uh, her, yeah, why, why was she walking in on the crime scenes? Like, I, I just, yeah. I didn't get that at all. <laughs> that, yeah, that was weird too. Uh, hmm. So, yeah, it was, uh, just, yeah. It was rife with some problems. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what else, uh. <laughs> I, yeah, I'd say, uh, not really a classic. Maybe the car scene, the car chase scene is pretty cool. Right. Uh, definitely not the most badass car chase you'll ever see. No. I'm sure if you've watched, uh, six episodes of Hill Street Blues, you've seen the same kind of thing. Right. You know. Uh, yeah, like, there have been thousands of car chases in movies since this point. And I'm sure each one of them have uh, improved on it. Fast and the Furious, dude. There you go. There's a whole movie about it right there. Fast four. Fast, Fast five. five. Uh, even the French Connection, which I think was just ten years uh, later than this movie, uh, had a much better car chase than this. Really? There. So. Mm. Actually, maybe not have even been ten. May have been like five after this. Uh, Gene Hackman. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Man. I don't know that. One. I haven't seen that. One. It's a good movie. Hmm. Maybe I'll watch it. It's uh it's uh it's one of your missed classics. Oh, yeah. that's your theme. <laughs> Mine is random shit. That's my theme. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it all works. Yeah, I'm kind of getting bored of the uh, missed classics. Oh, but uh, I'm still gonna keep. Them, I guess I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe I'll just go back to more random stuff with throwing in a missed classic. In. Oh. Huh. I kind of like your missed classics. Yeah. I think it's a cool, uh, cool idea. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I still want to watch them. Uh, but I'm also afraid that, like, some of them might be, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Like Biodome. I saw your list. Yeah. Uh, Biodome, yeah, Biodome, I didn't think needs to be on there. Well, um, you know, I had, cause I was thinking Biodome, and then I was thinking after that I would pick, uh, you know, Join the Army or whatever that movie was. Oh. In the Army Now. In the Army Now, yeah. yeah. I figured, do I really want to watch two Polly Shore movies back to back? I don't know why you wouldn't. <laughs> That's true. Well, maybe, ooh, well, maybe we can, uh, rather than waiting a month for me to, to pick those two, you could pick one of them. I totally That way could. we could totally actually watch them almost back to back. Oh, I hit that. All right. I don't, uh, <laughs> That's the Polly Shore thing. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we just did the Polly Shore hand thing. Right. You can't see it. <laughs> I wonder if he still does that. Uh, I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, I told you he's going to be in town. Oh, yeah. We could did. find, we could find yeah. out. I'm, uh, hopefully, you know, cause I get, uh, text messages from the comedy club that he's going to be at. Maybe he'll send me, uh, you just won four free tickets. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Like, do they do that when no one's, no one's buying tickets? Is there how that, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> then you probably will. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I can't imagine that. I bet you that thing is probably already sold out. Really? What's he done in the last ten years? Nothing. Yeah. But everybody still remembers him from yeah. Encino Man. <laughs> and MTV. And, and MTV, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> everybody knows the weasel. <laughs> oh. Wow. 
Yeah, they do. <laughs> As well, they should. <clears throat> Don't fear the weasel. Nope. Just like, uh, just like Blue Oyster Blue Oyster 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 Oyster. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Uh, I know he he did a movie at least uh, at least five years ago, if not longer, called Polly Shore is Dead. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I think it's been even longer than that. Yeah, I kind of wanted to watch it, but I just never have. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I saw it on DVD at a Meyer like ten years ago. Almost, yeah, yeah, but but yeah, yeah, that's that's really interesting. I had like Richard Lewis and other people talking about how they yeah. miss him or something. I don't know. It's very strange. Me. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bullet. Bullet. Do it up. Yeah. If you want. If you want. Yeah. It's it's not recommended by us, but right. it's also not a bad movie technically. Here. Yeah. yeah. If you decide to buy it, go through Amazon. Yeah. And buy it through our store. Yeah. Do that. Uh. You know, they will get. Uh, the thirty cents off of the three dollars it'll cost you yeah. to buy it. <laughs> and, you know, I'm curious. I might. I got this from the library because right. um, you had problems with Netflix. They said it was. Uh, it was a very long wait. Yeah. yeah. And I, I might actually watch. There's a commentary track, and then there's a featurette documentary. I might. I might watch some of that to see if they touch upon something that right. I didn't quite get or whatever. But yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I, uh. Yeah, uh, before you got it from the library, I went looking for it for uh, a used copy or something like that. And uh, this one store I went to had it for like six bucks, but it wasn't even that version. It was like the version that came out in like 1997. Oh, yeah. And it had that weird cardboard box that uh, a lot of DVDs used to come in. Oh, the ones that have the like... The snap on the yeah, side. Oh, I hate yeah. that. That's yeah. the worst. Those are awful. Yeah, my Hudson Hawk was like that, I think. Yeah. No, no. Was it Hudson Hawk? I don't know. I had something like that. I bet Hudson Hawk was like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was one of those uh, double-sided ones where you know, oh, one side yeah. is the uh, full screen and the other side is the wide screen. So everybody's happy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, I'm not paying six bucks for this. It's the one, it's the kind of with the special features of surround sound. Yep. Yeah. yep. <laughs> Animated menus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. Circle shaped disc. That's one of the, uh, that's a feature. Uh, the early days of DVD. <laughs> We've come so far. Yes, we have. Have we? Mm. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. Of course. Well, uh, let's take like a break. Sure. All right. I can say that I've lived here in honor and danger, but I'm just an animal and cannot explain a lie. Down this chain of days I wish to stay among my people Relation now means nothing Having chosen so defined And if death should smell my breathing Thank you. 
and welcome back to Gutter Trash. Hello. What up? Uh, nothing good. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> What's up with you? Um, nothing. Nothing. I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I've been working, uh, all my days off this week, which is yeah. fun. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's Christmas money. It's spending money. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I'm gonna spend it on myself, though. No. I don't buy people shit. Good for you. Yeah. That's a terrible cycle to get into. Yeah? Yeah. Because they don't buy you shit. Well. You don't buy them anything. I don't know. I just, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to buy people anything. Hey, well, yeah, I, I don't want to buy people anything either, unless it's like food or if I make them something. Like, I just don't want to give people crap, you know? Right. Like more stuff. Oh, I don't care about that. I just don't want to spend the money to do that. Oh, oh. Uh, sound online. See, so you're taking that. the pretentious route. I am just taking I, the poor route. I am pretentious. <clears throat> and you are bored. Yeah. No, we're both poor. Um, no, I, yeah, I just been, I've been too lazy. The only thing I, the only person I made anything for this year was my friend Chris, because he specifically asked me to draw him something. Right. And, uh, and I did. And, other than that, yeah, I don't, I think, I think I'm buying my mom and my girlfriend. I think that's it. Yeah. I'm, uh, getting something for both my parents. Uh, my dad's getting a gift card because apparently that's all we can think of to get for him. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm getting something for, uh, my friend Amanda and I am forced to get stuff for my brothers. Oh. Uh, which is also just gift cards because who gives a shit? <laughs> I love the gift card. I mean, some people think it's impersonal, but I mean, as long as it's to something that, uh, oh, you know, use, yeah, I mean, that's cool. That's very cool. I'm fine with the gift card. I'm fine with receiving gift cards. I just don't like getting the gift cards. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't like buying them? No. Nah. Because yeah. it feels like a cop out. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, we're creative dudes. We're just lazy. Yeah. We, we should be creating things for everyone we know. Well, I'm also 99% sure that everyone I know would not give a flying fucking shit about anything that I created for them. Uh, you know me and Joe and Kathleen would. Yeah. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. No. Nope. No. It's also too late anyway. So. Yeah. No, it's too late. Well, for next year. Yeah. Uh, Still working on yours from last year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're bad at this. Yeah. We should, uh, we should make our own religion. Yeah? Yeah, and then we'll have no holidays. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. No holidays, no birthdays. I like that. Oh, wait, that's the Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> okay, yeah. Now let's <clears throat> become Jehovah's Witnesses. Alright. Hmm. Uh, hmm. So, have you uh, done anything this week? Read anything? Watched anything? I've uh, read some stuff. Nothing. Uh, <clears throat> nothing exciting. Uh, I read. Uh, what did I read? I read uh, the first issue of the Defenders, the uh, Matt Fraction, Terry Dotson new series. Was that good? It was all right. Uh, some weird stuff in it. Uh, ever at the bottom of most every page was like a weird sentence. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, on a couple of pages it was like, uh, you know, just like, 
Remember in old comics, uh, like at the bottom of the page, it might say "continued on next page." Oh yeah, like yeah. it had some of those. Or like a uh, one page, there was uh, like a the next page was like a two page ad, right? You know, so it said "continued on the next two pages." You know, but then it also said something like, you know, just weird shit like uh, about the characters themselves, like you know. Uh, not editorial comments, though. No, like like just weird shit, like, huh. like Casanova type shit. Okay. Yeah. Well, it is Matt Fraction. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't realize. I I just barely flipped through it just to see what the art looked like. But. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. I'll probably pick up a couple more issues at least. It sold really well. Yep. Yeah. Surprised. Yeah, I am surprised too. Uh-huh. Especially since you said that uh, everybody hates Matt Fraction apparently. <laughs> I, I, oh, or at least I did the one at Mavericks. I'm, I'm, I'm Did I say that? No, you said that uh, everybody bitches about Iron Man. Oh yeah, that's true. Or, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I forget that was him. That's him in Salvador de la Roca, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. People don't seem to like that. The Iron Man fans don't right. seem to like it. <clears throat> uh, yeah, started trying to read a book. Book. Uh, one without pictures. Wow. <clears throat> I'm. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, my dad. Uh, had his surgery uh, last week, so so that's happened since since the last episode. It's pretty major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's uh, he's home, and uh, uh, I guess he's not doing great. Oh, really? Yeah, yes, he's uh, just being really slow and, and very tired, uh, been sleeping a lot, so just sort of really. He's worn down. A little worn down. But he's recovering, though. He's just uh, slowly, he, slowly. Yeah, he came home the next day after his surgery. Uh, and I guess there were some complications even then where they didn't really want to let him come home on Tuesday. Right. Uh, but then I guess something happened uh, during the morning, and they finally said that he could go. And I picked him up uh, to take him home. Uh... And uh, when I dropped him off, he was like, well, why don't you go out and uh, get some lunch? And uh, he wanted Burger King. Uh, so, like, I went out and uh, I was driving my mom's car, so I had to bring him back to her here uh, at, uh, at her work. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, yeah, he was being kind of a, kind of a dick uh, at the hospital, just being really cranky. Uh, to the point where she threatened to just leave him there. Uh, uh, and uh, he was kind of being cranky on the drive home. And uh, and that's not, like... That's no, not that, we just pretty much assumed that, well, he must be feeling yeah. fine. Uh, and, like, he's always he's always cranky then? He's, yeah, he's always complaining about something. But, but I mean, like, not to the point where your mom wants to usually leave him places, right? Uh, no... Yes, yeah, okay. Because yeah. they seem like they get along pretty well. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I don't see it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I don't know what they see in each other. <clears throat> yeah, I truly don't. Yeah. Uh, and sadly, I've also seen that I'm uh, more personality-wise like my dad, so that totally explains why I am single. Uh. Hey, he found a lady. Uh, yeah. Uh, I won't. No, let's see. There's the attitude you need to yeah. switch around for your New Year's resolution. Uh, Good. no. Positive attitude. Positive outlook. 
You gotta, you gotta think positive and you'll, things will happen. You said you won't. You know, you say, I will. That's what you say. See? That's how, that's how it works. You gotta think positive. So anyway. So, we will say, on the, he, he wanted Burger King. Uh, I went to Burger King, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm pulling into the drive-through, and on the other side of the parking lot, a uh, a cop had pulled over a truck uh, into the parking lot there. And then by the time I made my way around to the pay window, uh, the cop was hauling the guy out of the truck and into the back of the squad car. So I got to see someone get arrested. <laughs> you think he freaked out because they put too many pickles on his burger and he requested no pickles? Or? Uh, I don't think so. No. They were pulled over into the parking uh, lot. He was not already. In the Burger King. Well, you never know. Maybe he got pissed and yelled about his pickles and then he drove around the block to calm down. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> that probably didn't happen. Probably did not happen. So, I went back to my parents' house to, to help take care of my dad because I took two days off of work to, to do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he had already, like, gone around the house and emptied all the trash cans and uh, he had put like the uh, the big trash can out behind his car because that night, the next day was trash day. Right. Uh, so, you know, he was just being stubborn and trying to do too much and I think he was kind of pissed that I was there even though he had asked me to be there. Uh, but then he wound up taking like a two hour nap and I don't know. And I guess since then he's just not been doing too great but he's been going back to work. Uh, He's still overdoing things. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd imagine, like, yeah, if you were laid up in the hospital, you'd, when you got out, you'd want to feel like you were capable of doing your old routine. Right. So. But, you know, when you're 70 years old, maybe you should also just take it easy. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. And then I guess they also found something uh, with his blood tests that maybe is not so great. So... You know, he's still got that, uh, so maybe that's also affecting him a little bit. <clears throat> well, he's alright. I hope so too. Uh, even though he, like I said, he is kind of a dick, but he's still my dad, so. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's, that's been going on. <laughs> hmm. It's pretty big stuff. Pretty yeah, big stuff. Yeah. Life and death kind of things. Yeah. <clears throat> Nothing that exciting on my front. Uh, That's good. My mom did tell me something pretty amazing uh, yesterday. You have another brother. <laughs> I have a secret brother. He's been in the basement for 35 years. <laughs> no, um, we were talking about, she was talking about this, uh, uh, these kids that she, she knew when she was growing up. And like, she told me this horrible story about uh, how she went over to their house and they were making like their homemade chocolate for Christmas or whatever. And, uh... This and is going to go in a very bad place, <laughs> isn't it? Not as bad as you might be thinking. Right. There's no poop. Okay, that's uh, exactly what I was no, thinking. No, 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 uh, no two hillbillies, one cup story. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's from the backwoods of Kentucky. And, uh, you know, it's... It, she lives in, She lived in a holler, because it's not even a city or not even right. a town. Was it Moonshine Holler? It was Stinking Creek Holler. <laughs> <laughs> they named so because of all the deer carcasses the hunters would leave in the creek and smell up the, the, the town. Uh, uh, so, but she went over to a friend's house and they were making Christmas chocolates. And 
It's, my mom was telling me this while she was making Christmas chocolate, so she, that's what reminded her. And uh, she was like, yeah, I, I, we'll call the girl uh, uh, Sally Mae, because I don't know the name. She's like, yeah, whatever, Sally Mae's. And uh, we were making chocolate, and, you know, I was eating some, and it was so good. But she's like, I got real thirsty, because, you know, we were eating all this candy. And, she, you know, she, you know her friend Sally was, uh, was drinking water, and my mom was like, can I have a glass of water, too? And apparently... You know, this is like the mid to late 40s right. in the backwoods of Kentucky. So I don't even know if they had, you know, I'm sure they had no running water. They maybe had a well, but, um, but they, <laughs> she offered her a glass of water that was in this bowl, this like giant bowl of water that was on their kitchen table. And they just had this ladle in the middle of the, of the, uh, bowl. Right. And apparently, Everyone from the family, when they were thirsty, they just go over, pick up the ladle, and have a sip of water, and put the ladle back in the. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no glasses. I mean, her friend Sally wasn't having a glass of water; she was right, having right. a ladle of water. And so she, you know, she drank some of the. My mom drank some of the, the ladle water, and she said, like when when she sipped it, she said it was water, but it was like, it was almost like this, like thick, slimy residue, like. You know, like in the ladle. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, and she said she couldn't help it because she was so thirsty. She had to drink it. And then when she went home, she, like, she told her mom, she was like, yeah. She's like, yeah, I was just over at Sally Mae's and, you know, we had, uh, Christmas chocolates. And her mom's like, you didn't drink out of the, the ladle water, did you? And she was like, yeah, I had to. And she was like, oh, that's horrible. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so there was that, but the good side of the story. <laughs> Was that she said also when she was at Sally Mae's, she was like, yeah, but she's like, they had this really neat room too because they were really poor and their house wasn't very well insulated. But Sally Mae's <clears throat> brother sold Grit Magazine, the very grit that you would see ads for in Silver Age comics. Like, hey, boys, sell grit. And I have asked people over the years, <clears throat> no one's, like, everyone's seen those ads that's that age, like Jack and his friends or like our customers that are older. But no one said they'd ever even seen grit. Right. Like, but my mom said, uh, um, they wallpapered their, their ceiling and their rooms with pages from grit magazine that they didn't sell. Really? And, uh, she said she would just walk through and you could like just anywhere, you could stand anywhere and like look up the ceiling and like read a comic or like an article about something. And she said it was so amazing. But it was all, it was, their house was like grit magazine everywhere. <laughs> and like a giant <laughs> ladle of uh water soup. <laughs> so that that was really interesting. I was like, wow, grit. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. But that's pretty much the only fun story I've heard this week. Alright. <laughs> Equal parts <laughs> disgusting and fun. Yeah. I, uh, for the listener, I, uh, almost vomited. I, 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 I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. That's alright. I saw you changing colors. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Anything else fun? No. No? no. Should I just pick a comic? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Nobody wants to hear me complain or oh. be a sad bitch. Well, you can vent. Uh, vent away. No, I'm not gonna. Because it's not venting, I'm just being a, gonna be a sad bitch. No. Oh. Well, turn that frown upside down, as Bobby McFerrin would say. Nope. <laughs> On both counts. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, as I told you before, earlier today, I wasn't sure, even when I got here today, what my comic book pick was. Because I read what I thought was going to be my comic book pick, and I just, spoiler alert, did not like it at all. Okay. And I was like, well, maybe that might still make for a good episode because, you know... Maybe every, I'll like it. Yeah, maybe you'll like it, or every once in a while it's alright to review something we didn't really like. Right. But after watching the movie today, I think I want to pick something that maybe we'll both like. Okay. So, uh, I'm picking something I've never read yet. Right. I believe you have a copy of, so I can just read during the week here. We'll find out. Uh, the first volume of Echo by Terry Moore. Uh, I don't know which issues those are. But you do have them. But I do have them. Okay. Yeah. I, I have I have single issues. I looked in the trade today to find out in case this very problem arose. Ooh. It does not say. Yes. I'm guessing five or six based or on the size. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, nowhere in it does it say what issues. Yeah. I just uh, recently bought that for my friend Amanda for her birthday last uh-huh. month. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I can uh, dig those up somewhere. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, since you're not going to pick that other book, I have been dying to know what it is. Oh, really? You've told okay. me about it. Yeah. Well, I, I, uh, I wanted to read this because as the issues would come out, I was like, wow, that looks neat, but we'd sold out of the first one. And, uh, and I did not recognize, I, I did not, I recognized the writer's name, but I didn't place him correctly because I wasn't thinking of him as the same writer as the writer of the Nightly News. Um, <clears throat> it was Jonathan Hickman's uh, Red, Red Wing, Wing. Okay. from Image, but uh, it's easily one of the worst comics I've ever read. It worst made, than Nightly News? It made Nightly News look like From Hell. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was just predictable, boring, lame, and and completely vacant of a character that I liked. Okay. Um yeah, just awful. Okay. Like I, everything that happened, you could see coming pages away. Wow. And I highly recommend never reading it um, <laughs> to anyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, wow. I'm glad you didn't pick it. Yeah. Because I really don't ever want to read anything about that guy again. Would you have vetoed it? I don't know that I would have vetoed it, but uh, I would have uh, not been looking forward to having to read it. The No, okay, the artist, I can't remember the artist's name. I wouldn't say he's amazing. I wouldn't even say he's great, but like he had like. Elements. It's not bad, rotten cock, is it? No, no, it's uh, it, I I don't I didn't recognize his name, okay. but he's uh, he kind of looks like he's he he's really into Frank Quietly and Jeff Darrow. Okay, but he's not. I mean, he's not quite either one of them, so he's got his own flavor. But like that's the vein of it. It's like okay. kind of you know sketchy, detailed. detailed yeah, but uh. I mean, like, even his art didn't save it. Um, it was just, yeah, it was just horrible. See, now I'm actually curious to read it. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's in my car, because uh, I, when I drove over here, I thought I might pick it, so right. I was just going to loan it to you. I, I can loan it to you. You know what? Fuck yeah, I'll read it. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, not for the show. Right. It'll, just just to see. Just to, just to read it, yeah. Well, be careful with it, because it is being returned to Mavericks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, treat it like I treated comics back in 1992. Nice. Back when they had foil covers. And yes. 
Well, you you don't have to worry about opening the bag on this one because it's it's already been opened apparently. Okay. So it's not sealed in the bag anymore, <laughs> like all comics were in the nineties. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Check it out. Check it out. I just want to say because uh, I just now remember this. I had a friend. Like I didn't have too many friends in high school and junior high that read comics when I did. Right. Uh, but I did have you know a couple. You know, and one of them let me one of his book comics, and I think it was just like. I think it was like Deathstroke number one or something like that. <laughs> yes. And uh so like I started reading it and he flipped out uh because of the way that I was holding the comic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have your tweezers and your uh clock no. I'm gonna demonstrate to you and, uh, Should I describe can, to the listener? See if we can try to describe it. He's picking up the but, comic. But uh, I've got a comic in my hand, and the way I would normally read it is uh, like this. You're just flipping through. I'm just like flipping through it. Uh, maybe I would hold uh, you know both covers, you know, right. and uh, flip it like this. You're not yeah. quite manhandling it, but I'm you're not manhandling but you're not treating it as if it's a hundred year old artifact. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm reading it, and you know. Like with my own comics, for sure, certainly I'll do. You'll bend the cover back a I'll little. I'll bend the cover back a little bit. No crease, but no crease, but just a loop there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I've done that, or you know, like uh, do it from the other side. Right, know? right. Uh, no, he got very particular. He wanted me to hold the comic in this manner, <laughs> like uh, pinching it with your uh, right hand. Right. Uh, thumb on the back. Uh, four fingers on the uh, the front, just at the spine. Just barely on the spine. Just barely on the spine. And to read it like this. It's just slowly, beautifully caressing the pages as you turn them. Yes. Uh, but making sure that the spine was pretty much always closed right like, at the like edge. There's always a, a fourth of an inch of the comic you can't see. Right. <laughs> what uh, a horrible person that yeah. is. Uh, because, you know, he didn't want to... He didn't want any creases in it. Uh, he didn't want the spine bent back or anything like it's that. It's an investment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. Why would you even let someone read your book at all if you're going to be like that with it? Exactly. Huh. That's yeah. horrible. That's yeah. horrible. So, Echo, Volume 1. That's uh, the actual book we'll be reading. Yeah. By Terry Moore. I've never read anything by Terry Moore. Really? Yeah. All right. Which is surprising to me. Yeah? Seems like something I... I would be yeah. interested. Well, well, I'm sure we'll probably talk a lot more about him next week because I have read quite a bit of his stuff. So sweet. We'll uh, do that, and yes, uh, we'll end the show here. Yeah, yeah. You can go home. Uh, well, and I will uh, sit on the couch and cry. Oh, <laughs> I will too because I have to work all day tomorrow. So do I. <laughs> You're not the only one who has to work. I am. I believe I'm the only one in America working tomorrow. <laughs> Don't you assholes trying to pretend like you're working, too. Yeah, you're the 1%. Yeah, I'm the, I am. <laughs> Occupy me, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Goodbye. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. 
or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time.